Mr. Ford, welcome to Ha Incorporated. What makes you think you're a good fit to join us here at this office? Two words. Frogs? Gentlemen, ladies, and those in between and beyond, welcome to the 67th episode of It's a podcast. (laughs) 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 Hold on, I have a fart building up. (laughs) There we go. Oh man, I heard that shit. I can't wait to fucking boost the shit out of that. No, we just lost like half our viewers there. So there's two viewers right there. Uh, but yes, it's us here. Ever so gassy, ever so funny, ever so chipper, plucky. What other adjectives can we use to describe ourselves, Tyler? Quirky. Quirky. Oh, we're just two quirky guys getting a little bit quirky up in here. <laughs> We are back. We've been away for a little bit, you know. Tyler got COVID. I had I I got depressed, so <laughs> I was sad. <laughs> I got COVID <laughs> <and> depressed. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. That's a nasty combination. But yeah, no. How was having COVID, Tyler? It actually it it was literally nothing. The worst the worst night of it was the day that I tested positive. Like when we were supposed that's to go see Andy. Same. Because like. I, I was so cold, I my body was really sore, and I just, like, you know, my sinuses were acting up, and then it was, like, um, from there, it was just, like, all right, you know, I, I'll sleep this one off. The next the next days after that was literally, like, maintaining a cold. Oh, yeah, so, like, I, when I caught COVID, I woke up just, like, off. Like, first, it, I could feel, like, something was happening, because, like, when I, I went to work, and I felt, like... I, I just felt like a little like I don't know like off. I'm like okay, I feel a little sick. I don't know what's happening here. And then when like I got like I don't know something happened where I got like even more sicker. And then like I like let me test. And then I came at pals. I'm like oh god. Yeah. <laughs> like you know like I was I, like the worst of it was when like I first find out you're sick and you're just like you're just dealing with like the first like shock of it. And then you know it's like okay and I'm just a little stopped up and shit like that. But yeah you know having COVID is not something. Yeah it's it, 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 it nowadays it's like not as scary especially if you're vaccinated. We here at Hods Podcast believe in vaccinations. If you don't then you're fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah seriously. I fucking um I, I don't know I was so mad about it because like I, the, so the way my work ethic is when it comes to, you know, work and being sick and I get this from my dad. Um, I also get it from my mom too, but like my dad was the one that kind of instilled this in my brain. Um, it's just kind of like, you know, if I wake up in the morning and I'm sick, um, I, I'm like, all right, I gotta, I gotta assess the situation here is like, you know, I, I have to go through in my head. I'm just like, you know, should I call out of work? And then in my head, I'm like, can I do this, this and that? Yes. Like, <laughs> it's like, it's like a, um, it's like, oh, what I, it, it's like, should I call out sick? And it's like, well, can I, can I go out and hang out with friends right now? Yeah. And it's just like, all right, well then I can work, you know? So 
I'll go into work like and this is this is exactly what happened that Thursday too I was like you know I can go into work I can get through this and then it just got progressively worse throughout the day and I'm like well I'm already in it for the long haul here if I can get through the day at work then I can just get to Ant-Man and then I'd be I'll be happy you know mm-hmm. and it's like I got through the entire work day I get home and I'm like I should test myself just in case and then I tested positive and I was like Son of a bitch. I went through an entire <laughs> fucking work day to get to watch Ant-Man, and now I can't go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I was, like, at the mall when, like, I had gotten the text, like, can't come, I got COVID. I'm like, oh. And I text Adam, like, you know, I can't make you talk to me. I'm like, oh. Well, I guess I'm going to go see Ant-Man by myself. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's always sucking to be sick. I remember I got COVID when we had went to go, when I was supposed to go to a wrestling show with you guys, because you guys were taking me for my I birthday. Know. And like, I went and I had, I had gotten through um, going to the concert. I had gotten, I had went to the barcade and then it was supposed to cap off the birthday week with the wrestling show at the end, but it didn't happen because COVID was like, blah. My mom is insane because she was like, you should still went. I'm like, what? Like, like it's a wrestling <laughs> show, Malik. They probably all have COVID. I'm like, uh, fair point, but no. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, no, I, I, I'm still very upset I missed that. But you know, it's a, what, what are you going to do? Fr- is, freaking, you know, things happen. Freaking life, you know. Oh my god. Uh what's what else has been new with you? What else is going on in the world of Tyler? So <laughs> sorry, had to get Other that than COVID, head. you know, I've I've been while I was sick through COVID, I took the opportunity to um to watch some more movies and on top of that I also played through the entirety of War for Cybertron. Um hey. for the Xbox. I wanna play those games so which bad. I will I say was a fucking chore to pull out because like yeah. it was the day after the worst day. So I was still a little sore, like, you know, trying to come out of it and stuff like that. It was such a fucking workout just to dig into the cabinet that has all my old consoles in my uh on my TV stand and fucking pull out that three sixty, you know, just like oh my by God. the time I got done, I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so is it War for Tr- it was Fall of Cybertron that like um that's the one that came out for xbox one and shit right yeah well for a okay. limited time it's not out on xbox one now because well yeah not anymore yeah rights and shit see you have that you have the transformers games and that i have marvel ultimate alliance um that you can't buy anymore on my xbox and i can play i know well thanks I to you now. i have marvel ultimate alliance as well oh yeah look at that yeah <laughs> i was playing through those recently it's so weird looking at the marvel before the mcu and like how like crazy different it is. We're like, wow, look at white Nick Fury. Oh my <laughs> god, all these ca- <laughs> look at all these characters that are like prominent but aren't anymore. You know, like it's like oh my, god. like it's it's so crazy. Like wow, Iron Man's like a backseat character. He's not really talked about a lot. It's it it was like really crazy. You can tell when like Marvel Ultimate Alliance two is when the MCU started like kind of taking off. And, okay, we need to like put Iron Man front and center. We're gonna make it around Civil War. Certain heroes are gonna get bumped up. Then the Marvel Ultimate Alliance three like full on yeah this is like mcu game <laughs> this is mcu like we gotta go full mcu now to like satisfy the people who watch the marvel movies yeah but i feel uh, yeah, like no, it, you know mm. i feel like a lot of marvel pre-mcu was very much captain america led almost eh, no i'd say pre-marvel mcu marvel it was x-men and it, it was, was a lot of x-men and Spider-Man. X-Men, x-men spider-man and then after that like probably like hulk and those were like the top three. Like that's why I look at the first three big movies for Marvel. It was like 
uh, Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3, the X-Men movies, and then, you know, Hulk had, like, was also a big movie, you know? Like, and, like, there was, like, Blade had a big one, too, but he wasn't, like, you know, one of the leading characters at the time. Yeah, you, like, just, the big, like, you just go the way like, of what sells, you know? Yeah, but nowadays, like, you know, the Avengers now leading characters. So, like, the Avengers were not, like, no one knew who the Avengers... No, 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 people knew who they were, but, like, the Avengers were not, like, before the MCU, like, it, like, it was all about the X-Men. It was all about the Fantastic Four. No oh, one, yeah. No one's favorite team was the Avengers. Like, it's like no one said that the Avengers were their favorite team. The Avengers didn't even have, didn't really even have like their own show yet. Like, because like Spider-Man had a show, Fantastic Four had a show, X-Men had a show, Iron Man had a show, but it wasn't as great as the other ones. Like, it, it, and I'm talking about the 90s era stuff too. Like the Avengers appeared in other people's stuff, but didn't have their own show until we got like that West Coast Avengers. And it was like a crappy team of like, re- now, at the time it was like, wow, this isn't Captain America, Iron Man, or all. It was very. Yeah, I was gonna weird. say, how dare you? Moon Knight was on that team. Fuck you. No, but in the show, like in the TV show. Oh no, not in the TV show. The way, he was in the West Coast Avengers in the like, comics. E- like but. E- even even Chip and Dale, like fuck. E- even like everyone shot on the West Coast Avengers. We get on my case for it, but like even <laughs> Chip and Dale reference that Avengers show. The, the Avengers like first like big like prominent show that was about them was Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes, which all which also go watch that guys. It's really freaking good. I've never seen it. You never said, oh, banger of a theme. Our world's about to break. <laughs> if you ever get the chance, go watch Avengers Earth My Heroes, guys. It's such a good show. Long form storytelling, complex character arcs, great like use of the Marvel Universe. It's it's so good, man. I highly recommend you watch Earth's My Heroes if you get the chance. Yeah, I got my it's- uh I got myself called up on um on Mando, you know, because I was rewatching hey. it all. Um, <laughs> fucking <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I was Every time you say Mando, I'm gonna go. That's <laughs> the bit now. While I had COVID, I um I remembered that there was a TV show on 2B TV that I uh, I decided to check out. Uh, so let me let me preface this. Back in like 2012, um, when I was living with my dad, me and Brandon, we used to we used to watch a TV show on TLC together. Like every time a new episode came out, because we got so hooked on the show, it's called Breaking Amish. Um, it's a TV show about these five Amish, like, uh, I, I guess they're in, they're all in like their twenties, um, but they decide to take a little break from the Amish lifestyle and they go to New York, and it's just a whole big fucking reality TV show about them. Um, <clears throat> I I like it. I thought it was a good show, but uh. I, I saw it on 2B TV and I'm like, maybe I should try and rewatch an episode and see if it still holds up, you know, like maybe, maybe it's not as good as I thought it was, you know? So we, uh, I, I, I throw in the episode and I'm, I'm fucking hooked again. <laughs> I'm, I'm on season two right now and I'm fucking loving it. <laughs> so wait, 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 what are they doing again with these like Amish people? So the, the TV show, the first two seasons revolves around, um, five Amish like adults in their in their 20s um they want to leave they, they want to leave the Amish lifestyle and they okay. want to they want they go to New York because they want to experience the world you know they want to experience life outside of the Amish community and they want to be able to like you know see what opportunities they have outside of the Amish community and then they end up really enjoying it and they decide to stay like away from the Amish community 
Is it is, is this like a reality show? This is like is this like a narrative? Like what is it? It's a reality show. Okay, gotcha. And um, sorry, I like I, I kind of like weirdly like blanked out like during, I don't know why. Like I just my mind Malik's mind goes blank for a bit. But like, yeah, okay, reality show Amish. Netflix has like a similar concept. Um, uh, you ever heard of Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt? Uh, yeah, I have. Yeah, like you know what that—that's kind of—it's very similar. Like she was in like a doomsday cult that lived in like a fucking bunker, and then like they—it has fucking Aaron from the office. Um, fuck, what's her name? Is it Aaron Yvette? Is her actual name? I'm I'm, bl- I'm blanking. I actually don't name. know the actress's name. I just know her yeah. as Aaron from the office. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, no, uh, it's like Ellie Kemper or something like that. I think uh, it. okay. it's something like that. But um, she uh, she like moves to New York to try like you know live life on her own like fully like on her own like as her own woman it's it's very funny um uh fucking a lot it has a lot of DNA with 30 Rock but a lot of like similar people worked on the show I believe uh yeah well um but yeah like w- tell me more about this Amish show <laughs> so <clears throat> this show is very interesting because like you know they go to they go to New York and they all have a really good time but like the way the way each of them view the Amish themselves because you know each Amish community is slightly they ultimately all have the same goals but a lot of them are very different um so like you know a lot of the way they the the way a lot of them view the Amish is like you know this just pertains to these characters is like you know there's an episode where they're sitting around having dinner with each other and they're talking about how like you know there are people in the Amish community that have sex with animals and stuff like that and there's uh, like, there's uh, like <laughs> it, you gloss over that a lot of it has to do with the fact that a lot like the Amish community is very very controlling of certain aspects of the Amish lifestyle and I'm not trying to bash the Amish in any way shape or form here um not like they'll ever listen to it <laughs> 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 but, uh, this is this Tyler's new rival, the Amish. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Tyler's. We just that's get, actually like, not um, good because my dad lives near all a lot of Amish people. They're all like get, Amish people are very friendly, but you know there are some that are a little bit more controlling than others, unfortunately. And mm. you know they they don't get to you know experiment the like they don't get to experience the things that we, like we do, you know. Mm. I just uh, I just imagine though like you get like a call from your dad and it's like Tyler like what what did you do and you just see like <laughs> like several like horse and carriages outside your dad's house and they're all looking very angry like bring us the boy <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like in the show they 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 tend to talk about the, the some of them like the, there's the one there's the one girl Kate who still believes that, you know, the Amish lifestyle is a really good lifestyle. And a lot of people are very happy with the Amish lifestyle. And, you know, I don't, I don't fault anybody for that. You're happy with whatever mm. life you choose. But, um, like, because the of the Swedish. things that were said on the show, a lot of ex-Amish, like, in season two, a lot of ex-Amish, like, saw the show and stuff like that. And then, you know, that they're still in talks with the, with the Amish community themselves, too. So, like, by season two... They get shitted on quite a bit, like by the Amish community and the ex-Amish. All of season two, a lot of it is just like you know they all. Season two, they go to uh, Sarasota, Florida, where a lot of Amish and ex-Amish live, 
And every time they try to do something, it always like whether it's just like they go to a bar just to have a good time. An ex Amish dude will come up and just fucking confront them and just start, like try to fight them and stuff. And it's crazy. I uh, I had I'm trying to think. Did I ever have a show very similar to like Talking Amish? I mean Breaking Amish. I pro I think the one I did have a similar show that I did kind of watch. It was um. It's it's not like it was more of like an experiment type situation. It was called the Colony. I don't know if I talked about it on here before, but like the Colony, it was like it's literally like where they take it's a reality show where they take like ten people and they put them in like uh, uh and they put them in like a in a closed off like area and they literally and they simulate an apocalypse and it's like could you and it's just these people okay here is what you get you have to try to survive an apocalypse and like. It was very fascinating because, like, you know, they get like they got like a construction worker, they got a therapist, they had a bunch of people from different backgrounds all try like survive. And it was very fascinating to watch and see people like some people kind of went fucking crazy, some people like try to keep things <laughs> together. It was very, it was a very interesting watch. And I thought to myself, man, I would be like running like a Borderland style biker gang. I'd be fucking all. When in actuality, I'd probably get killed in the first day of the apocalypse. So you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I, I probably would too, honestly. Yeah. No. The thing Have that you been... gets me with this Sorry, show that... is that like it's. It's interesting to learn the things that they don't know, you know, mm. because in an Amish lifestyle, they go to they get educated to about eighth grade and then they deem that you're old enough to start working. So you end up just working uh, from there on. But it's just like it's wild to me, like the stuff that these these people that I'm watching in the show don't know, like they went to Washington, D.C. and they didn't even know what um the Emancipation Proclamation was like. Because they were never taught that. And then, like, you, they go to, um, while they, well, this is all while they were heading down to Florida because they decided to take an RV to go down there. Um, they stopped off in, um, what area was it? I forget what state they were in, but there was, like, a parade going on for Martin Luther King Day, and they didn't even know who Martin Luther King was. Like, oh, it's not like, it, it's not like I, I don't know, it's not like, it's just because they're uneducated, you know? I know. It's just like, it's like, oh. <laughs> it's not really like, it's not, I wouldn't really call it like a race, a racist thing or anything like that. They're just yeah, uneducated. No, I didn't think it, I, yeah, I didn't think it was. I was like, just like, oh, they don't even know yeah. okay it was. Like, but oh, in the shit. show, like, they asked, they asked an African-American man, like, who Martin Luther King was, and he gladly taught them, like, everything about it. And they, they, like, totally respected it. You know, they loved, they loved learning about it and stuff. Like, they did, they were like, uh, one of the one of the guys, Abe, was like, you know, Martin Luther King was a respected member of the civil rights movement, and he even has his own holiday, and everybody gets a day off. In the Amish community, the only days off you get is Christmas and Easter. Like, <laughs> um, who, who was it? There was um, fuck. There was a uh, oh, fuck. Why am I blanking on this now? There was a uh, there was something I fucking saw. Oh, cool! I just got paid. Uh, <laughs> That's awesome. That's a good feeling. Yeah, I was like, oh shit, it's got paid. Um, there was a uh, fuck. What was I? Where was I going with this? I had seen something recently. Oh, I was because the Oprah had done a thing where like she went to an Amish like camp and she just kind of like interviewed some Amish people and it was so weird because she's like there's one bit where she's like in a school with a bunch of Amish kids. She just asked them like, who knows who Mickey Mouse is. 
Who knows who SpongeBob SquarePants is? <laughs> it's just Oprah asking all these Amish children if they know popular cartoon characters. It was so freaking weird. That is weird. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the point of it was, but you know, there she was. I wonder what Oprah's doing now. Actually, let's look up Oprah, guys. One thing I find really funny about the show, and this was just something that like I was doing some research and I found out because like by the end of season one, they go on to like, you know, I, I think like a certain amount of time had passed since the end of season one. It was only like a month or two, but they mm-hmm. had everybody come back and somebody interviewed them about a bunch of like, because at the time there was at the, at the time that the show was airing, a lot of people were speculating a lot of different things online. Like there would be people that would be like, oh, you know, I was hanging out with I was here's a photo of uh you know me and rebecca hanging out like because one of the one of the people in the show is rebecca here's a picture of me and rebecca hanging out like at this date this time what they don't understand is that a lot of amish teens they sneak out of their communities to go have fun to try and live the english lifestyle to see what it's like um they call they call like normal people i shouldn't say normal people they call like people regular people like the english they call them um really yeah they call them the english that's um, so weird. Like, yeah, it is. <laughs> but um, I think it's. Be- I think they said that they call them that because that's the language that they speak. Um, okay. Because most Amish people they they speak in Dutch, um, to each other. So, but yeah, they they call they everything that that you you hear that word get thrown around a lot in that show because that's what they know like regular people as is the English. So um. But yeah, there was a lot of speculation on that, so I decided to like I decided to look it up and see if I can get down like a rabbit hole of like people speculating certain things and stuff like that. And I actually found out that like while I haven't thought about this show in over ten years, apparently there's been a show going on with the original because the see by season three they got a new cast of Amish people um mm. in like L A. and then season four they tried to do it and I think um. I forget what they tried to do it in season four, but the show ended up getting canceled after season four. But they got the original cast back, and they did a show called Return to Amish that's been running since 2014, and it is still running right now. Like, the newest season is going on right now. And I was like... Oh, my God. I was like, I haven't thought about these guys in, like, ten years, and they've been running this show the whole fucking time? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I... And that was the Amish segment, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to get so are, deep into the Amish. It's just no, the no, show was so interesting. It just really surprised me. Yeah, I we all have those like yeah, I kinda get that where you have those like weird shows that you're like, I'm gonna hyperfix you at this. For me, it you really, was you really learn a lot from that show too. Like I, I learned that like, you know, um the Amish aren't allowed to show any form of physical connection at all. So like mothers aren't even able to hug their own children. Oh my god. Yeah. And it's like they made a they made a big deal about it in season two because the one uh, Abe the uh, guy's name's Abe uh, he asked he, his mom like followed him down to Florida because she wanted to take a break from the Amish community and she wanted to support her son and um she uh like they they went out to lunch and he asked if he could hug her and she said yeah and then they went to go hug and then they both were like you know it was really weird but it felt like awesome if like you know when you hug your mother it's it's a good feeling you know. <laughs> Mm. It, it 
so weird. I don't know why, but it reminds me of the fucking, uh, I remember a little while ago when, like, you had watched fucking, uh, Tiger King, and <laughs> you had said that, like, one bit that, like, really caught you was when, of uh, fucking, like, he said he saw the chimpanzees, like, <laughs> each other, and he's like, oh my god, I deprived them of being chimpanzees. And then you got very emotional at that. Like, it just really got you out of nowhere. Wait, what? Camp it was like you, because, like, in Tiger King, Joe Exotic, like, goes, like, yeah, no, like, I had these, I had had these chimpanzees that got let out of a cage, and then they started, like, hugging each other and showing affection. And I just realized, oh my God, I denied them that. I denied them to be chimpanzees. And then that got you, like, weirdly emotional. <laughs> Like you got like you were like really hurt by that and got like really like it was like you were like damn I'm like I don't know why I'm like this is affecting me. I don't remember that. <laughs> it was very funny because you're like I had to be deprived of being chimpanzees. It was very fucking funny. But that I don't know why that reminds me of that like the whole like <laughs> the showing affection and like emotion and shit like that. Oh my god, but yeah, no, um, anything else on TV? <laughs> um, no, I mean, I, I could talk about some of the movies that I've watched recently, because you, I've been watching movie? some pretty banger movies lately, I'm not gonna lie. Yes, but not everything everywhere all at once, from what I've heard. I know. <laughs> I'm gonna beat your What's ass. What's funny is that I was gonna watch that while I was sick with COVID. Um, I was gonna watch it, but I didn't want to rent it, and then I ended up watching Reservoir Dogs instead. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> I actually well, like Reservoir Dogs was a pretty good movie. I liked it. Well, I didn't see it. I was just going, oh God! It's, uh, very, it's very apparent. Of, it's early. It's early nineties Tarantino. Like I just 100%. know a lot of a lot of people who like Reservoir Dogs are like douchebags from what I heard. But what other movies did you watch? Uh, I watched. I tried to watch Apocalypse Now, because um, mm. you know me, I'm a fan of war movies and stuff. But um, I tried to watch Apocalypse Now. I couldn't get into it, man. Martin Sheen is the lead actor in the movie, and I don't like. This is a critically acclaimed movie, and I just couldn't get into it because Martin Sheen is so fucking lifeless in that movie. <laughs> like, show just, some fucking emotion, dude. <laughs> there's a, there's, a, there's a commander in the movie who all he wants to do is surf, and one of the people in Martin Sheen's like little squad on the on the, on their mission. Uh, is a professional surfer, and once the commander gets wind of that, he wants to surf with him like so fucking bad. He sur he wants to surf with him so bad that they take over. <laughs> this is kind of fucked up in the movie, but they take over a Vietnamese village that was held by Vietnamese soldiers just so that they could surf. Oh my god! Like, they went. Awful. He went in with a platoon of helicopters and took it all over just so the guy could fucking surf with the guy, <laughs> oh <my laughs> which is god. absolutely terrible and. You, you come to find out that he's just, like, so obsessed with surfing, but, like, they gotta go back to their mission, so they sneak out, and they take one of his surfboards, um, and he's flying around on a helicopter with, like, an, on a megaphone saying, like, come on, guys, give me my surfboard back, like, oh, I, you know, that, that, that was really special to me, you know, and stuff like that, and everybody's laughing, but Martin Sheen just has this fucking straight face, I'm like, dude, just laugh, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was just playing Mass Effect, um, and Martin Sheen is like the main villain of like Mass. He's one of the main villains of the Mass Effect series. He's a villain in Mass Effect. Um, 
He's a villain in Mass Effect uh, freaking uh, 3, I believe. No, Ma Mass Effect 3 is a villain. Mass Effect 2, he's like a major character. And um, I was just like, and it, it is funny, like, hearing him talk. It's like, oh, like, hi, hi I'm, uh, I'm the, he, he's called the Elusive Man. <laughs> and he Ooh. has, like, he, and he has, like, robot eyes. He's always freaking smoking and shit. He's like, I do what I do for humanity. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's very funny. It's a, he's, he does very well, though. He brings that character to life beautifully. Well, that's good. At least, does he actually show emotion? <laughs> well, yeah, well, he's voice acting, you know, he's he, he's a major character here. That's true. Yeah. Um, I did it's watch... Like Peter uh, Dinklage. I told you to watch this, but I did watch Hateful Eight as well. Yeah, I've heard about Hateful Eight. That movie, oof. You're, I, knew, I know how big of a fan of the John Carpenter's The Thing you are. It takes a lot from that movie. Like, I, it, it's almost I, like I an got, inspiration. I, I walked in while someone was like watching it and I just saw Channing Tatum's face get blown off. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit! <laughs> Whoa, wait a minute! <laughs> oh yeah, it is it is very violent, but man, oh my god, dude, that was that was such a good movie. That's like, that's as of right now, because I've been going through, I, I, as bad of a person as I think Tarantino can be, I really like his movies and I, I kind of hate to say that, but like his movies are very good to me. Um, I, I do want to watch Inglorious Bastards one of these days. Ooh, dude, Inglorious Bastards was good. I thought that would be my number two, but I don't know, man. Hateful Eight is my number two for Tarantino movies. It would go was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, then Hateful Eight, then Inglorious Bastards. What was what? What's Hateful Eight on? Um, I had to, I had to rent it. Oh damn! Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll look into it. I. What was I want to sit? I, there's two movies there. I want to watch Smile because Smile looked fun. Oh um, yeah, I, I heard like, good things about Smile. Brandon yeah, told me Smi that was a good movie. Yeah, I also heard, like some people told me it's like it's very like it's not scary. Someone said it's just a bunch of jump scare, jump scare. Uh, it's some people said I heard some people say it like actually disturbed them. Like I'm gonna check it out one of these days. That I want to watch The Witch too because I just watched The Lighthouse uh, not too long ago and. I heard the witch is like a companion piece to the lighthouse in a sense where it's yeah. like it adds on to it with certain aspects. I'm like, okay, that actually interests me. I want to see what that's about. Have you ever seen Cabin in the Woods? No, I have not, but I've heard a lot of good things about that one. As that well. movie is, and I hate to say it because of the director who directed it, but that movie is, is it, is it, it is JW? What's that? Is it JW who did that one? Yeah. Yeah, fuck that guy. Uh, yeah, I'm a Firefly fan, and all, it's and Age of Ultron's my favorite Avengers movie, so it's like it's it's rough out here. But yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> but that movie is really good, and it's it's kind of like a whole new take on horror too. Like mm. it's 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 interesting for sure. Gotcha. Um, me and Tim were gonna watch that the other night, but then I was just like, "Is this the movie with this, this, and that?" And he's like, "Yeah." I was like, "Yeah, we watched this before." He goes, "We did." <laughs> don't don't like the KKK show up in that or something. I don't remember if they do. Like they're in like the thing with all the greatest fears or something. I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Oh my god! I, when we went to go see Return of the Jedi in orchestra at the here in Philly, um, there was a snowtrooper, but like all I saw was like tall white hood, and I like kind of panicked <laughs> for a minute, and, <laughs> and I went, "Oh, never mind, it's a snowtrooper." Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> you got very oh scared god. there. Did you see that TikTok I sent you where it's like, um, fucking, uh, 
fucking the art school rescinds Kanye West's um, art school degree, yeah. and then it cuts to Maul from Clone Wars. Yeah. You don't know what you're doing. You don't know what you're doing. We're all going to die. We're all going to burn. <laughs> Oh shit, that was hilarious. That shit fucking got me. Yeah, fuck it. fuck you if you you have those views. Yeah, for real. Uh, God, I've been seeing a lot of people fucking TikToks recently. I need to start making TikTok. We need to start making TikToks on hot to TikTok. Well, I need to basically what I need to do is because I what I like to do for hot to TikTok is I like to take clips from this podcast and I like to post them. Um Unfortunately, they don't get the views, but, you know, I still like to post them here and there. But we're, I just we're, haven't we're set aside there. time to make more. We're getting there. We're getting there. Don't you worry. <laughs> our, big, our biggest one did better than any TikTok I made on my personal TikTok, which is the one with uh with Nick. <laughs> yeah. Can't wait to have you back someday, Nick. Yeah, he'll be back soon. He's got, he's he never got followed me, too. I feel, I'm like, damn. <laughs> no, he didn't. Yeah, I was like, what did I do wrong? <laughs> no, I don't think he did anything wrong. I think he just. Oh, no, I know. I know. He probably just like forgot. I'm like, damn, he never followed me back, though. Shit. <laughs> just Dude, that's old Jedi. The, that's how I felt in the Star Wars community sometimes. There's just like, I would tell somebody, I would tell somebody to follow me back, and then, you know what? You know who it was? It was, it was uh, Chris. <laughs> One time uh, I, I made a subtle nod. A that alumni. I made a, I made a subtle nod once that he should follow me, and he's like, "Yeah, definitely." And then he just didn't for like weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, what the, hey, what the fuck, Chris? And I brought it up <laughs> again, and then he followed me. <laughs> he was like. <laughs> <laughs> like I'll, I'll, I'll give the white guy what he wants. Finally. <laughs> Speaking of which, it's no longer black. We missed all. Did we miss all of like Black History Month? I think we did. God damn. We have one episode in February. <laughs> but like, when I don't know, I man. Like, drop. I, we were going to record on my birthday. I remember that. Um, But we didn't because I went out to dinner for my birthday. Um, And then I just didn't want to. I didn't want to record. <laughs> hold up, hold <laughs> Sorry, guys. Say. Some days we're just not up to recording. We we dropped one episode in, in fucking Black History Month. Fucking incredible. <laughs> Oh my god, that's that's fucking horrible. <laughs> like the <sighs> fact too that, and then we still come back and start talking during Women's History Month. <laughs> I um, <laughs> I was gonna say yeah, something, would... but it would have probably would have been fucked up. What the fuck are you gonna say? I was gonna say we like women. <laughs> <laughs> we do. <laughs> like I guess. No, nah, I just we, put, uh, I just put. We've only ever on had my, uh... two women on the show. I know. We need to we need to get more women on this <laughs> we show. We need to fix that. Women AFAB people, hey, ha it's a podcast wants you. Shit. <laughs> that probably sounds bad. Um you, you wanna be a ha alumni and do you have a vagina? Come on to ha, it's a podcast. <laughs> oh I my god. Uh, I just put Aquaphor on my tattoo that I got on Saturday. And it's That's peeling right, you got a tattoo. Right. What's that? That's right, you got a tattoo. I did. I got a tattoo of Ash from Evil Dead. And it's fucking awesome. But, um... <laughs> you got a tattoo? I, I got my tax returns filed, finally. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, I don't know how much I'm getting back, but I got them back, finally. That's good. I, uh, yeah, but I put Aquaphor on my tattoo, and it's peeling right now, so I was like, you know, I was rubbing it in, and just so much fucking peelings just came off. I'm like, oh, I gotta oh, clean my. this up. <laughs> I need a tattoo so badly, man. I miss tattoos. I have, I have nine now. Oh, my God. I don't, Here I am only with the three. <laughs> 
I got the first tattoo of the friend group, and then you and Adam just went, you know what? We have to like outdo him now. Like he got the first tattoo. <laughs> now he's now we have the most and get them like frequently. It actually kind of just played out like, oh, we got our first tattoo. We want more. <laughs> yeah, that's how it goes. I kind of I have a new Star Wars tattoo I want to get. I want to get an Arabesh one way out from Andor. Nice. Episode, like, I still want to get a um I want to get a mudhorn signet. Oh, nice. That's also really good. Yeah. I'm, I, I was I was supposed to get that one first, but then I was just like, I really want this Ash tattoo. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I was like, I, I want to meet I, Sam Raimi in June. I may as well get this and show it to him. I have several tattoos planned that I've thought I'm going to do next, but then like I was thinking, I'm like, fuck, that's really good. I, like, I'm like. i trying to think of like, the next. I've heard about it. Probably shoot for like a small one next, but I do know like I will just want more tattoos as well. Yeah. Hold up. I got a burp coming up. Uh, Man, you were just full of gas. <laughs> I know. Shut the fuck up. But um, there was another. Uh, so today it came to my attention our so me and you play D in two different groups and we in our irl group in real life group we meet on sunday second of the month um it dawned on me like holy shit like we're like for that group like we're like after like possibly like next session like you guys could like hit the end game like this is like you guys like after and like and like we're definitely after next week's session like you're in the end game like this like it's you're in you say that because it's like you know we're making progress but i feel like we're not because we just can't stop valindra <laughs> <laughs> He's dropped the pyramid on her. Valindra is the is the one of their enemies in this uh, campaign. But uh, you like you you guys okay? You said you guys did get the puzzle cube, but you and you dropped a pyramid on her. You don't know if she's alive or dead, but you dropped a pyramid on her. Yeah. Um. So like, but like after like this session, like this is like you're in the end game. Like this is it. Like you are in. It's just the, the tomb of annihilation. It's just the one thing that lingers in my head still is when you told me that Valindra's not even the final boss. <laughs> and it's like, we can't even stop this bitch. How the fuck do we go on to the next one? <laughs> but like, yeah, no, it's 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 and it's like and it, it just kind of like, and this made me like kind of sad though because like we've been playing like. Two or three years? About three years, yeah. I mean, I think we three started. Year. When did we start? It was no two years, yeah. Uh, we started back in, uh, or at least I joined in in twenty twenty one. I think you guys started late twenty twenty. Yeah, but like it's just insane to think about, you know? Like holy shit! Like two, three years. Like, I know this has been the longest campaign that I've ever done. Like, and like it, and it just kind of hit me that like we are like it's going if all goes by it's going to end this year like it's going to end like soon yeah and I just started watching like people react to like their D and D campaign and they have like several years and like I start getting emotional because it's like it's them like I see you like saying goodbye to characters remembering all their favorite moments like having like group hugs like taking pictures I'm like oh my god oh my god this is coming oh my god oh my god <laughs> and I start like getting emotional like oh my God. Like the one that got me was like this one person did an edit of them like looking at their character and like it was um and it was them and like their character was talking to them and the, and the it's the Robin Williams audio so it's the character goes like the character goes it's time for your next adventure it's like I don't know what I'm gonna do tomorrow and the character goes how exciting and then it disappears I'm like oh, oh god <laughs> oh god the thing that gets me about that is that like I know that it's coming to an end but we're right we're gonna be picking up with Curse of Strahd afterwards so it's mm. like to me it kind of feels like I, I, I can't remember exactly where it's from but I seem to remember something where it's just like you know uh, it's like 
it's like if you like you go through the entirety of Jumanji where you went through all that shit and then just like right at the end you're just like you want to play another game <laughs> you know that, but like I am gonna miss Orpheus I'm gonna miss Jordan I'm gonna miss Scabs Glubert like it's like the Thunder Monkeys will have a very special place in my heart for yeah. probably the rest of my life man like in my first ever full-fledged campaign that I saw to the end of and told like very like you and told like and you guys just are so good players and you told so many unique interesting and complex stories in itself between like um orpheus uh dealing with like the loss of con cons underhanded backs like you know deal with um with uh uh halia and like that whole rivalry uh scabs trying to deal with you know getting like dealing with like you know being a more valuable and valued member of the team and being respected with this whole with uh with leo and dealing with leo preying on his insecurities like and like oh he's like you guys have done and accomplished so much and have grown with these characters in so much, in such amazing ways it's and it's like damn we're really about to say goodbye to them like in like in a, in a little bit you know i know it's it kind of it kind of it's kind of sucks because like for i mean like i could always go back and play like an earlier state of jordan but like i don't want to because it's like the way this campaign's coming to a close, it just seems like it's time to let go of Jordan and let uh, him like, uh, let him retire chest, at sea. My you chest know? fucking hurts, man. Like, I mean, like I've like been playing, I've been playing Jordan for when I make him 2018. I've been playing Jordan for going on five years now, you know, and it, it sucks to let him go because he's like the best character I've ever made. Like, mm. but. I, I'm excited to continue on with like Tyrus and you know, yeah. I could bring Brimley back or something like um again or just something new, you know, but like it's just like it's just like I think like ah like I just think like the I, I just think like I just been thinking about so many moments and stuff that like we've accomplished. Like you guys cheer like when you guys beat Cryovane the dragon and like the cheers that erupted around the table when Khan or like um or our buddy Joe landed that last blow as he fucking walked on air and brought the sword down. Jordan walking into the pool and rising <laughs> <laughs> as he like floats around. Um like you know you and Scabs playing Jungle Boy by Baltimore to calm the dinosaur <laughs> stampede with a natural twenty and a nineteen. Yep. Like, oh my god, the like the pure elation on that. Like, like it's still like, to this damn. day one of the biggest pops I think we had was when I took over the pirate crew because I rolled a net yes, 20 on that fucking dude, persuasion roll and everybody just went yes! <laughs> like you made me run away from the table like it was so good like that's one of my favorite sessions we've ever done because like you had like the that's where all the holiest stuff comes to a, comes to a fucking like conclusion and like also who was a villain from the first like story arc you guys played uh it was like really cool it was cool. such a like, roller coaster of highs and lows <laughs> yeah like holy shit like you know the you guys like escape from your bonds with a giant dragon turtle shows up and like it becomes like, a big like fluster cluck and then and then chance the raptor gets like really big and it's like a whole thing and then um what was it uh there was something else that happened um there was a uh oh my god what was it um when uh, when you took over the pirate ship because i like how i framed it also really got you guys because like you had like made your case to the pirates and then like you got a natural 20 and then i 
said the pirate captain goes, you're listening to me or the banana? And then the, I said the camera pans into the crew, the captain, and then Jordan. And then the camera cuts to like on the outside external shot of the ship. And you just see the captain go flying overboard. <laughs> <laughs> and you just see them go, banana, banana, banana. And they like put the hat on Jordan. And then the people come to rescue you. And they're like, wait, what? And they see Jordan being like fucking like, like held up and like proposition as like the new captain i i do i gotta say i do appreciate um you know the the way we ended off the last session because oh it's like, god that cliffhanger you know with orpheus with orpheus dying in in that session like it like the way like how jordan's one of the last one of the only ones standing with quill is like he's gonna go right back into that same state of i gotta keep myself busy like oh man and like to keep keep like a to keep like track of like what's happening, like you got like in the in the Tomb of Annihilation campaign, they're on the hunt for these puzzle cubes that will open the way to the tomb. And you guys have four of them. You if you guys have half, Valindra has half, but you guys have more than Valindra. You guys have like now there's nine of them, and you guys have five, Valindra has the four. Yeah, because we just or, got the fifth one, right? Yeah, and so you guys have them, but Valindra has hers at the camp. So like the next session, like it's like that's it, like the it's getting those puzzle cubes and getting into the tomb. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, so like and so after that, like it's like that's it. Like you're in the tomb and it's time to stop the plague and see who or what is behind it. Hmm. It also has been cool. Like, I have been loving, like, leaving, like, the crumbs and shit to, like, what's going on. Like, I think one of my favorite things was, like, when Teddy saw the flashback of the being, whoever this person is, snapping, like, like having the one creature in his neck. I love that line where he goes, when I came up with him. He goes, like, how could you do this to us? We're gods. And then, like, the character goes, the reason you are gods. That's exactly why I'm able to do this to you. And he snaps his neck. Yeah. And you see, like, the bodies get dragged into the tomb. And then you're, like... Oh shit! Like, oh shit! Like, what the hell does that mean? Yeah, that shit. That that had me like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like, I'm excited too, to like, oh, and the dynamics gonna change too, because like, we're gonna play Curse of Strahd. It's gonna be we're gonna we're gonna add two more players, and also, I am going to be a player. Like, I'm not DMing. Our friend Adam will be DMing it. It's gonna be a completely different you dynamic. Said our like, friend, I'm, like, I know, like nobody knows who Adam is. Like, he hasn't been. On the yes, alumni Adam will be. <laughs> ha, ha, alumni Adam will be DMing Curse of Strahd for us, and I am probably gonna play my Tiefling fighter Dim Dami slash Mavjire. I am making a transformer. <laughs> Did you? So, like, you're making a Dinobot essentially, right? I am. Did you want to like? make it so that like he's from Chult because like Chult is like dinosaur central like did you yeah, want to make I mean, it that so kinda, that could be yeah. like where he where he got his uh we could, we could like do form. he's the he's the post credit scene of this one <laughs> <laughs> it's like <laughs> like what happened oh you know what would be fun if like he was like under the ocean or like he was like lost at sea in the seas of Chult but then a beanstalk struck the ocean Yo. and it woke him and it woke <laughs> him up that's a great idea. I isn't that yeah, like the beanstalk just like that sprouted from you guys woke My thing him is, up. Is that I haven't fully committed to I, like I want to do the Dinobot, but I'm starting to think like maybe I might just make a new character, like somebody okay. that I if because this is gonna be a this is gonna be a big campaign, and it's like yep. it's something that I'm gonna want to I want to stick with a character that I want to stick with, you know, and I mm -hmm. just like as much as I love Transformers, and I would probably stick with this Dinobot. Um, 
I think it would be best if I may do just something else, you know? Okay. But I have I have ideas for things that I could uh that I could do. Nice, but yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm so excited for moving to the future and like, hey, I, I, and like, what, and what else can you do? Like, more stuff after that, you know, like, ah, oh, fucking Dungeons and Dragons, man, I fucking love it. <laughs> and then I mentioned we have our own, we have our online sessions with the, um, uh, with the people over at Podwans, where you know, ty- I have, I, I'm so annoyed that you can't make it this session because like, I have finally found a way to work in Tyrus's backstory and was gonna start doing it, and then uh. you couldn't make it for March. Like, well, gonna have to write this stuff out for this session. Well, have you noticed? Have you noticed the like hints and nods that I've been doing? Yep. Okay, cool. I'm glad. And, I'm glad you picked I, up on. I, was, I don't want to talk was, about it on podcast in case any. I don't know if anybody from Pod Ones does listen to the podcast. I think Carter does. <laughs> Probably. Um, I don't even know if he still does, but like, just in case, I don't want to say anything. <laughs> yeah, it's been like so fascinating. Like, I am. Uh, I don't know. Like, this has all been like really like scratching my like D and my writer itch because I, you know, I, my passion is writing. I want to write stories and shit like that. Yeah. I've um. I actually I've got to keep up with my. I, I've actually been keeping up poorly with my um uh, my goal to write a short story every month because I had my first one based on a song from my Spotify. My first song was um Alrighty Aphrodite, which was about a guy and that story became like a guy trying to get a refund from Aphrodite, goddess of love for his like failed relationship. And that was uh I, I, that came out, right? My second one was called was uh was based on Search and Destroy, um specifically the Buzzcocks cover of it. And, uh, you know, I am the world's forgotten boy, the one you're searching to destroy. I had, um, and that one was like kind of based around a, uh, it was like a, a it was like a, it was like very much like a dystopian future people with powers and shit. And like you're forced to wear collars and that kind of stuff. And that was the idea I had with that one. Oh, and cool. for this month, I'm still looking for a song that kind of grabs out to me. Uh, I think the one I'm leaning on right now is The Pale Bride by Von Bondies because I'm trying to fucking with it right now. I don't know. I'm still looking through the fucking um, the Spotify's right now. See a song that like, dra- like grabs me for this I one. I mean, you got time. It's only the beginning of the month, so. <laughs> I know, but I procrastinate, though. Next thing you know, I'm going to be halfway through the month. Like, oh, fuck. Yeah, true. Yeah. I, um, what was I going to say? Oh, I might. I, don't know. I might why, see. Why do you ask me? <laughs> like, let, let me see. Um, because I may be able to do D anD D on Saturday. It depends. Um, because like you know, Brandon's gonna have to put his kids down to to sleep. Um, and I don't know. Uh, like you know, sometimes he ends up just like going to bed for the night after that, or he'll hang out with me. Um, but I'll see what's going on around the time that we're about to start on Saturday, and I'll see if I can join hey. in. It's all right, it's good. it's not this Saturday. It'll be next Saturday, the eleventh. Oh yeah, I'll be at Tim's. Never mind. <laughs> okay. I thought it was okay. this weekend. <laughs> nope, not this weekend. Yeah, they, yeah. They no, I'll be 11. at Tim's, and then you know I'll be. I I'll love be... that you, you. I love that you somehow booked yourself the entire month of. Yeah, fucking, I. Uh, uh, it's kind of happened, you know. Um, <laughs> I. Uh, I was just like, well, because it was like, um, you know, I was gonna go to my dad's last weekend, and then Adam wanted to get a tattoo and I was like, yeah, I'll go get the tattoo as well. You know? And then I was like, okay, I'll just go to my dad's the next weekend, which is this weekend. Um, there, at least at the time that we're recording, but at the time you guys listen to this at home, that will, that weekend will have already passed. But, mm. um, you know, this weekend I was like, okay, I'll go to my dad's this weekend. And then Tim was like, yeah, you want to come down the weekend of the 11th so that we can go see that new movie with Adam driver and the dinosaurs. 
And I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. That is coming out that month, that, that day too, isn't it? Yeah, I was like, yeah, I'll definitely do that. So I had that. And then the the weekend after that, on the 18th, um, you know, Third Rate Nerds is going to be live streaming a D&D campaign uh, that I decided to take a part of. So I'll be doing that on that Saturday night. So I'll actually be home that weekend, but I'll be doing something that Saturday night. And then the weekend after that, like I had already planned to hang out with my cousins all weekend. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> yeah, that's that's fucking amazing. Yeah. I do that to myself. I did that um I did that back in December. Uh I had a plan every weekend in December and then January I stayed at home a lot. And then February I had kind of had no choice but to stay home the one weekend because of COVID, but um, it was like a mix. And then this weekend's just, or this month is just a lot. All weekends have been booked. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, Tyler's a, Tyler's a fucking busy guy. Apparently uh, the, the thing is, is that like, and I, I tell people this all the time. Ever since I got weekends off, it was just, you want to do this? Yes. You want to do this? Yes. <laughs> you're literally, you're literally about to sleep through the entire battle, which is, I find hilarious. I know <laughs> they literally ended on like a giant battle too. That's fucking amazing. It's totally, it's totally on brand for Tyrus. Let's be real yeah, here. Yeah, <laughs> it's Tyrus. And then we all ship your character and Luke's character, fucking Lyris. <laughs> Lyris. Oh I want to have them on after this, after the arc is, after this like story arc is done. Because I know a lot of them, this was their first time playing D&D. I wanted to like talk to them like, hey, like, what'd you think about this? Like, what was this like, you know? Call That'd it the disaster, cool. the disaster cut. Wait, you want to get them on the, all on the podcast? Yeah, on Ha. Oh, dude, I'm definitely down for that. Yeah, ha, ha, it's a disaster. That'd be the first time we got somebody from Pod Ones on. <laughs> like, the actual yeah. Pod Ones podcast. Oh, the actual Pod Ones, yeah, they want they want to do that crossover so bad. I know. You know. <laughs> that's, uh, right. that's, uh, that's something that, uh, you know, we've we've talked about quite a bit, but it's just there's like, like, you know, we might just another, be bigger there's, than they are. There's some, uh, there's some, uh, just shut up, just shut I'm just kidding, up, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I have some other friends smoking out of the closet. They do. Uh, they have a weed slash um, LGBT podcast. They would love to like do like a. They want to like do like a guest star. Um, they want to have us on because they like it's it's you know they talk about be- smoking weed and being gay and um, <laughs> they want to like and they did and I'm really cl- good friends with the the two of them. They want to have us on one episode. They also want to be on here. And they figured it'd be fun. Yeah, I know. We've been planning on doing that for a while. Yeah, just that's like schedules, schedules never line up. I know that's like shit. How long has that plan been set since like I don't know maybe while. like episode three of the schedules podcast? Schedules never line up. Schedules never line up, and we just like and then we always like fuck up like our like because we don't record the week or something. I know. <laughs> yeah, we're horrible. At we're gonna up with get the better. I s- we're gonna get better. I swear. Nothing also, will ever be like that first year. <laughs> Jesus, I guess who should. Guess who showed up in fucking Bad Batch? Like the actor. Who? Jimmy Simpson's fucking Liam McPoyle. <laughs> oh my Mc- god. Who do you play? Mc- he's a he's a he's the new villain. Oh. <laughs> 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 Fuck fucking McPoyles is in I'm fucking dying. Star Wars. Oh god, bless you. <laughs> fucking McPoyles are in fucking Star Wars. Wow, that that's amazing. He did he did yeah. good. I just watched that episode. Yeah, he was the fucking. He sounds so fucking creepy. Like, I will. Like, we do this for science. Yeah, I know. <laughs> He's like, I, yeah. The new episode of Mando was really good too. Oh, that was fantastic. I love that episode. I love- My boy Babu Freak is back. 
<laughs> you don't know if that was Bobby Freak. It was just species. Yeah, I know. Like, Still, I love droid? I love that species though. So I'm okay droid with it. Droid is ready. <laughs> I, um, so good. I love I love how Grogu squeezed him and he's like, no squeeze, no squeeze. <laughs> he's like, no, I'm sorry. He's young. <laughs> he didn't mean it. Oh, it's so good. I can't wait to fucking I, fucking, I can't wait for more. I love Mando so much. Like, aside from clones being my favorite thing about Star Wars, Mando is also my favorite thing about Star Wars. Like, not that? not Mandalorians as a whole, but like, you know, um, just the like Din Djarin. The Mandoverse. That scene. Oh my god. Also, Bo Katan on that throne? I was just doing <laughs> I, I have issues with Bo Katan. Like, I saw a Twitter post that said that, that said, um, this is not how all bisexuals said, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it is. There's no heterosexual explanation for the way she said <laughs> it is. Someone said, uh, someone said, I refuse to call it nothing but Bo Katan's lesbian sex castle. <laughs> <laughs> like oh my god but yeah no she's just there like i don't i love when she's just like i don't care take the fucking dark side i'm fucking done i know like, she, wave the she, fuck. she, that is just, that is a just, defeated bo katan right there <laughs> she's just done like she's like i don't care i've been fighting forever just take the stick wave it i don't care it's whatever <laughs> and she's just like tired <laughs> i'm trying to oh, think about yeah. what that reminds me of um it's uh, shit what is it? It's kind of a lot like uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, yeah. She's Peter <laughs> Benjamin Parker. Yeah. But <laughs> Peter Benjamin Parker, but in woman font. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I have to text our friend Brooke about that because she has a huge crush on Peter Benjamin Parker. <laughs> <laughs> I have a... Uh, I, I fucking... I was so upset when the episode ended. I was like, no, you need to give me more now. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. IG-11. Oh, spoilers for Mando Season 3. Sorry, guys. I'm like, if you, like, haven't watched it, it's probably worn that. But, yeah, the major spoilers for Mando Season 3 going forward. Um, That and seeing IG-11 come back as well. Like, yeah. oh, my God. Even and, for like, that brief like, moment. But it, just, revert- it just sucks. It's like, I must ascertain the asset. <laughs> yeah, he re- reverts back to his programming as well. He's still voiced by Taika Waititi. Um, Taika uh, Waititi, I'm sorry. Uh, the Apparently, like, there's been, like, the timeline's been cleaned up for Mandalorian. So according to John Favreau and Dave Filoni, Mandalorian seasons one and two. In between seasons one and two, apparently many years passed. Like, a bunch of years passed that Din and Grogu's been traveling. And then after Mandalorian season two, Grogu was training with Luke for two years, apparently. What? Yeah! It's like, wait, what? everyone's like, Dave and John, what are you talking about? Yeah, that how makes no that fucking many, sense. How is that many years passed? And it's just like... I mean, I, it kind of makes sense when you look at Navarro, but that's about it. <laughs> apparent, no, apparently, like, Din and Grogu were traveling around in, from seasons one to two for, like, several years, like, many years, as they said, and then he was training with Luke for two years, which I'm like... Oh, Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah, it's it's it's. Where does it's Book really... of Boba Fett fit in that? <laughs> uh, it, uh, so so apparent. So by then, like apparently, then like Book of Boba Fett. What? So at the end of se- so season two of Mandalorian ends, and then that episode of Man- Book of Boba Fett. That's like that's two years in between that. So. Boba was in charge of that gotcha for two years? Like, I don't know. Huh. It's really weird. Everyone's like, this makes no sense. Fix it. Yeah, no, that doesn't make any sense at all. Like, like, I, the, like I said, the only time it makes sense is when you look at Navarro, because 
I I didn't even think of it being like even years past. I I looked at season one, two, and three. I was like, okay, this is all within the span of the year. And I was like, God damn, Navarro grew fast. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I I love that one. Also, we got another pirate named Vane. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, I wanna drink. Let's drink at this school. Like it's a school. No. Like, but I wanna drink at the school. <laughs> and then they shoot them. <laughs> he looked really cool too. The also that green plant dude i know those pirates looked awesome yeah i was all about it fucking space pirates let's go looks like they're gonna be one of the bads this season i imagine one of them's gonna be a problem yeah probably also we got to see the purgle the purgle oh my god the what the purgle that's the that's the thing that grogu saw in hyperspace oh yeah the the space whales (laughs) yeah that means ezra's coming home uh, I want to watch Star Wars Rebels now, but yeah, no, I, I, I'm so excited. Ezra, Thrawn, I can't wait for it. You need to watch Rebels too, man. I know. I es- I keep telling myself I need to watch it, and then I don't watch it. Especially before Ahsoka, because Ahsoka looks like it's just going to be Rebels Season 5. Yeah. Yeah, in the, in the same vein that like Bad Batch is Clone Wars Seasons uh, 9 or 8. Yeah, I'll definitely, I'll definitely mm. watch it before Ahsoka drops, for sure. Mm. Nice. It, um, it has some of the best Vader content, and that's where Vader and Ahsoka meet and fight. I know. I love that scene. I have so seen good. that scene, and I love so it. So good. Also, you get to see more Thrawn shit. I know some... Uh, you, know, you know what I, I, I saw on TikTok the other day? What? Actually, wait. I think it was somebody that we know um, that posted it. Somebody was saying that like Ahsoka didn't know... Like Somebody had a theory that Ahsoka didn't know that Vader was Anakin. Uh, I don't know about that. Yeah, I, I don't remember where I saw this from, but um, it was a weird theory. I remember looking. Well, at she, it at the time well, she, like, she doesn't oh. find out until like she doesn't found out find out until like what like late like when she first senses him. Like she doesn't think Anakin made it, but then she senses Vader and she finds out. Like like yeah, yeah it's yeah. I don't know, maybe they were talking about that. I, I forget the context of it. If this were, like, maybe a week ago, I'd probably remember, but... <laughs> I got I got too much shit on my fucking mind all the time. Mainly Transformers. <laughs> Let's be real here. Yeah, I gotcha, I gotcha. I know you're thinking about running that Transformers tabletop RPG. Yeah, I know. What do you think of that setting? It sounded really fucking cool. Yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a good point to, like... Have that have that setting be that because I don't know much about Transformers comics, so I don't know if they kind of delved on it. But like, we don't really know, like from a G one standpoint, we don't really know what happened on Cybertron, like while they were while everybody was on Earth, because it was like from seasons one and two of the eighties TV show to the movie, it, they were all on Earth with the occasional going back to Cybertron here and there, but Cybertron was like kind of seemed the same. <laughs> While they were gone, it was just kind of like everything stood still until they got back, and they're just like, "Oh, hey, you're back," <laughs> you know. <laughs> but um, uh, I don't. I at least I personally don't really know. It, but, uh, all I know is that it was like you know they get to Earth, they, you know Cybertron had a war. They get to Earth, and then the movie hits, and the Decepticons have complete control of Cybertron. And I'm like, how how did we get to here? <laughs> yeah. Like, what led to this? Um. But yeah, so that's kind of like I think it'd be cool to do a setting in between that time while the while they're on Earth and then you know we we take off at Cybertron still fucking set in war and stuff. I thought that'd be a good idea. 
a lot yes. of well-known characters are going to be appearing in this if I uh, if I run it. I look for you have anyone in mind that you would like want to play or like I see I don't know like we we, we would be playing Autobots right yeah and these okay. are all Autobots that you guys like if if you were to pl- say like you and Adam were to join in you know you guys make your own Autobot um okay make your own character it doesn't have to be like anybody like big or anything like that you make your own character even if it's just like oh yeah I'm an Autobot grunt. <laughs> Transformers robots in disguise. I'm trying to think like what would I make? I'm trying to think alone like what kind of like vehicle would I be? Because like Autobots didn't have flyers, did they? All the flyers were Decepticons. Autobots had flyers here and there. Okay. Um, Like the aerial bots and Jetfire. Um, Okay. You know there were there were a couple. The old man in Revenge of the Fallen. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) With his fucking cane and his fucking. Farting his parachute or something. Yeah. Him going, Oi, bruv. <laughs> Oi, brother. Is Oi, bruv. I take you out, a- Megatron. <laughs> yeah. That's not actually how he talked. I mean, he was British, but like. And then he gives Optimus his parts, and Optimus just starts fucking like wrecking the Decepticon yeah. and just like, and just shoots the fucking, like, the, the fucking machine thing. Yeah, I like Jeff Fire in the movie. It's completely different from the G1 character, but I fucking love him. <laughs> But yeah, no, man. Here we are, the Transformers portion of the show. <laughs> God, I feel another sneeze coming on. Hold up. Okay, it's not coming out. Never mind. Well, yeah. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Not really. This was a pretty jam-packed episode. Yeah, this a was a things. fun. We went from talking about Amish to movies to Star Wars. Yeah, it was what? What a fucking experience! Once again, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to be on. You get the experience. Hot, it's a podcast, and we invite. <laughs> holy shit, we're two episodes away from episode sixty-nine. What the fuck are we gonna do? I don't know, man. Oh fuck! You just made me think. I don't know why, but when you said you get to experience the Hots of podcast, I was like, I I, may, I immediately thought of like a ride set in the like. Say we like say this podcast gets like really big or something like that, and then like twenty years down the line, we get like a whole fucking like thing dedicated to to us called the Hots of podcast experience. Oh my god! <laughs> it's just like, no, and it's just like you know everybody's waiting in line to go to like your ride and stuff like that. There's a one that's. Just just like delve into Tyler's mind and it's like a horrifying ride because nobody <laughs> wants to go in there. You do it, you, everyone rides, it comes back with like a thousand yard stare like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Mr. Toad's wild ride of fucking the odds of podcast experience. <laughs> it's like, it ended in hell. <laughs> <laughs> Now I'm thinking of the fucking intro with the... I got two words for you. Frogs. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> that was so funny. But, all right. Thank you, everyone, for joining us for the 67th episode of Ha 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 I held that for as long as I could. Thank you for joining us, everyone. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>